Take two. Welcome to the Hush Channel. Huasca is a town that is just two hours away from Mexico City. It is known as a magical town because it has symbolic attributes, legends, history, and transcendent events. We went to a place called Museo de los Duendes to purchase the Duendes. The man who transported us in Mexico told us that his wife was a great believer in the Duende and they had some in the house where they left sweets and coins to keep them happy. The place was very particular with an otherworldly presence. To get there, you go along a straight path where there is only one type of tree. But when you are close to Museo de los Duendes, all the vegetation changes. At the shop, there were different duende to choose from. Some were for ill intent, some for fertility, some for fortune. You get the point. Many people even sent letters to thank the duende for the favors that they had received from them. There were photos. And some people even left their hair from when the duende braided it. I, myself, purchased three duende. Mine was a lucky duende. It was red skin with an off-white grayish cap, and like all the other duende, it too had a quartz crystal. I did not take photos of the other two, but in size and shape they were the same. Only the color and position changed a lot. I put together a kind of altar with sweets and coins in my apartment. The first days were surprising. I found it to be true that if you asked them for something, they would indeed do it, and yes, you always had to pay them with sweets or money. In my case, things began to get lost. Things that I had in hand and then the next moment vanished, disappeared, just gone. In the midst of my skepticism or fright, I chalked it up to my bad memory. I offered something to my duende to make some things that I lost reappear and I lied to you not that in less than 10 seconds, things just reappeared like that just out of nowhere in places that I had just finished searching. Besides all that, so far everything was normal. I even thought of it as funny. I just didn't think much of what had happened. But one day my mother got lost. She has anterograde amnesia, which is a rare and often temporary type of memory loss that occurs when you cannot form new memories. I'm not saying that the duende took her away or anything. However, after looking for her for hours in the midst of desperation, it occurred to me to ask the duende for her and offer him a very big ticket instead of just a coin like usual. After five minutes, five minutes, my mom just suddenly reappeared. I gave him a 50 bill in gratitude and of course the sweets that he always charged for bigger and finer requests and so I kept asking him for things for a few more days. After a few days however, I stopped giving them candy and money. To make it worse, I even exchanged a 50 bill for a 20 bill and sometimes my mom ate their candy. All of this caused them to get really pissed. Things in the apartment took a turn for the worse. At night, we would hear things falling except they were falling a little bit too hard. More like being thrown very hard to the floor. It would sound as if chairs and tables were being thrown around. But whenever I would check to see what was going on, there was nothing out of place. Everything was in order. However, one night, things escalated. It started out like any other night until the three knocks on my sister's bedroom door. When she woke up, she found small bruises on her arms. My sister is a more wider complexion and a huasca 
They told us that the Duende liked them like that. At the time, I thought it was funny. I thought that just because I was black or darker that I'd be safe, but that was not entirely true. However, initially, again, this was all very funny to me. So I went to take a bath and then when I came back to lay down, my wise man Duende was not there. Me not thinking anything of anything, I just asked the elf looking Duende where my other Duende was at and suddenly my wise man Duende appeared on the Christmas tree. Well, so many things began happening, but the serious thing is that they began to hide the wallets with money. My boyfriend and I woke up with little scratches like baby nails on our hands and arms. My sister kept waking up with bruises. The noises became more and more often and stronger. Everything just got so chaotic and so hectic. My apartment had become a living hell. We began looking for a professional and beings from the other world. During this time, I had a lot of pain in my hand and back. I was no longer taking any of this lightly. I really felt a weight on my shoulders and this person, this professional that I told this, told me that the Duende spirits were hanging from my hand and sitting on my shoulders. Literally, like something out of a movie. He explained to us that Duendes are entities, that we brought three entities into our home. That when we gave them sweets and money, we were actually giving them offerings that gave them power. Especially me, when I gave mine a fifty bill. It turns out that the crystal quartz in the Duende was to attract our energies and transform them. However, the mood of each Duende as time went by was bound to go from positive to negative. For example, from that of good luck to ruin luck, bad health. And illness. The secret to getting rid of them, he said, was to look for a church with two doors. He said that I would need to take the Duende, leave them in one door of the church, and tell them to wait for me and tell them that I was going to come back for them. And then I would have to go out the other door of the church. So that's exactly what I did. I left all three of them. I went in the church and prayed to the Virgin for our home. And I left out the other door of the church, freed from the Duende. Conclusion If you go to Halasha, do not buy Duende. Do not play with things that you do not know. Do not take strange things home. And if you have a Duende already, now you know what to do. The Aztecs saw these creatures as guardians of nature and say that they were sprite like beings with elderly men and women faces and childlike statures who would attack intruders, frightening them away in hopes of making a person's soul leave their body and then trapping a person's soul in the land. And their soul could only be recovered through specific ritual, which needed to be done properly, unless the person would become ill and die soon. If a person was to survive the attacks of these little people, they would not have any recollection. And sometimes these little people would take them to their home in the underworld via a kapok tree. Kapok is amongst the largest trees in the world, and Kapok trees are only native to Central America, South America, the Caribbean, and West Africa, where a lot of the lore of little people are prevalent. Funny enough, in these cultures, the Kapok tree is the entrance to the castle of the devil, where the demon of death resides. In Trinidad and Tobago, the story goes that Basil, who is the demon of death, was imprisoned in a huge tree growing deep in the forest by a carpenter. 
and the carpenter tricked the devil into entering the tree by carving seven rooms into its trunk, one above the other, where Brazil still resides to this very day. The kickball tree is the national emblem of Guatemala, Puerto Rico, and Equatorial Guinea and appears as a symbol of freedom in Sierra Leone for the enslaved that emigrated there. This same tree is also a great additive to Ayahasha, and if you know, you know. Due to Spanish colonization, these little people in Mesoamerica and the Caribbean, these little people are sometimes called duende, which is a Spanish word, of course, and in Mexico it is said that you are more likely to encounter a duende than you are a ghost. This is the end of tape 2.